0: Hey, this is Book Circle Online. I'm Jeffrey Masters, and today we're talking with Jason Mitchell, author of Getting Groomed, which is the first and only wedding planner for gay men. With budgets and guest lists, planning a wedding can be hard enough. But what does a gay couple do with all the bride-focused traditions? Jason has the answers, and he's here today to share them with us. From the library of Maria Menounos, this is Book Circle Online. Featuring in-depth discussion, insight, news, and commentary on all the world's leading book titles and their authors. And now, Book Circle Online. All right, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's great to meet you. Likewise. So let's just jump in. Um, what is the biggest difference between a uh, straight and a gay wedding? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that question always comes up in these interviews. <laughs> I know. Is
0: that a PC to say, Gay wedding.
1: Is yeah, that okay? yeah. I mean, I'm gay. It doesn't bother me. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I mean, th- there's a lot of differences. What I think is the biggest difference that I found with all of the, you know, the couples that I've spoken with, is is where it starts um, at the very beginning, <laughs> uh, like it does, <laughs> <laughs> because um, you know the the, the way our, our culture is in this country you know, women um, are taught from a very young age to fantasize about what their wedding day is going to look like and they think about it their entire life. And so when that time finally comes, that they get engaged, most of them have a very clear picture of what that looks like. Right. Um, For gay people, um, you know, not only is the idea of legal marriage something new, but but even aside from politics, the whole idea of a wedding day isn't necessarily something that was on their radar. And do you think that's because it hasn't been legal or because they're just men and like not... Like, built for Yeah, that. I think it's a combination of both. Okay. Um, and so most grooms, you know, in particular, in particular, that I end up talking to just say, well, we have no idea where to begin. What goes into a wedding? Right. You know, um, cause there's a lot more than picking out a white dress. <laughs> right. Um, so it's, it's, it's finding, you know, it, um, the ways that are really, really important in the beginning to lay the framework that is usually the most challenging. Okay. Um, but then from there, I think that gay weddings get, you know, a lot more fun. Uh, because it forces the couple to do Um, you you know, to think outside the box and to make really conscious decisions about what they want to include in their day. Um, And and I wish all straight people would do this too, and and I actually think that this is starting to happen more and more for them too. We're getting a little bit out of the cookie-cutter weddings and, you know. Right. Um, I I actually think the straight wedding industry is being influenced by the gay wedding industry, which is very exciting to watch happen. Oh, because
0: they're able to throw out customs, and so they're following suit. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, gay people lead the way for style. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. So I guess
0: while we're at, like, the beginning, how is the proposal different? How is that kind of handled?
1: Well that's, an, that's another great question because um, you know particularly for men a lot don't want a ring um, or you know in the case that sometimes they, they both want rings you know to symbolize the engagement.
0: And is it usually one person asking or a kind of like a mutual discussion?
1: Um, y- I, I mean, I would hate to make a general answer, but okay. it's, well, it's different for everyone. Okay. Um, you know, some couples are traditionalists and, and, and someone goes down on one knee with a ring and, and, you know, sort of follows that example, and others are really different. Um, you know, I, I know myself and, and a handful of my friends who have gotten married um, were totally surprised when we were proposed to. Um, but all of our you know, um, uh, spouses or fiancés, if they haven't been married yet, um, d- you know, did things in different ways that were really unique to the couple. And um, instead of, you know, for couples who don't want to share rings to, 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 to make that official, um, I've seen some really other creative ways that people have declared their newfound status of being engaged. They've gotten watches. I've known couples that have gotten a piece of art to be in their home to just okay. remind them of the change. People have gotten tattoos. Oh, wow. So it's, you know, people are creative. Yeah. I love in the book that you, s- I love like the personal examples, hearing about your own
0: engagement, but also just the, like the lack of rules and the freedom that comes with that.
1: I that was great. Yeah, there's no rules. I just keep saying that over and over again. There's no rules. Make <laughs> to it your all own. your clients. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Other than you have to pay me. Yeah, <laughs> right. There it is.
0: And I can't stress to our listeners how useful and how much details in the book and how funny it is. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Beginning with the Joan Rivers quote.
1: Yes, I was very, very lucky to get a quote from Joan.
0: How does one get an endorsement from her?
1: Well, you know, to steal her words, we're very close. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, I, I, I've always been a huge fan of Jones, and um, when we were, you know, f- uh, finishing up the book, as, as you know, I sort of subtitled all of the chapters with an iconic gay lyric or song title, Sorry. you know, and I honored all these different artists. We thought it would be really funny to get, um, you know, an iconic celebrity to the community to write a foreword for the book. And we were reaching out to different people, and Joan was someone who right away got back to us and said, I love the idea. I'd love to help. I don't know if under your deadline I could get a forward done, but would a quote or something like that be helpful? And I was like, a quote would be phenomenal. And once we got the quote, and it was such a great quote, we said, no one's going to read the forward anyway. The quote's (laughs) not on the cover. Let's get right to the book. It's a really good quote. (laughs) It's
0: amazing to have that endorsement, just like when you're at sing the hard copies oh wow
1: yeah john rivers and i was excited because when the book was finally done i brought her a copy and she saw it she said this looks fantastic and i said i'm so honored that you're on the cover and she you know like dismissed it because she doesn't even like to take a compliment of course and so
0: why, why did you make the choice to steer clear of politics in the book
1: because there would be no way to keep the book updated you oh know?
0: because eventually it's going to be like a thing of the
1: past yeah and i mean from the time i oh, i brilliant. I, well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> from the time I started writing, I mean, even like from the I, where the idea was born for the book to then you know getting an agent, w- yeah. writing a proposal, them then selling the book to a publishing house, and then writing the you know the full thing, it being edited and then designed and printed, and you know it was about a two year process. And oh, really? Yeah. So, were you you were married by the end of, by the time I, w- the book I got came married out. in the middle of it all. Okay. Um, you know, to, the exact, uh, you know chronology of it is that I got proposed to um, which coincidentally was about two weeks before they legalized same-sex marriage in New York. Oh, wow. And, and our we were just we wanted to have a wedding because I wanted my grandmother to be there. And we said, you know, whenever it's legal, we'll, we'll go to the courthouse. And, yeah. um, but two weeks later, that all changed, and it became this reality. Wow. And then as someone who, you know, works in the event business, everyone in New York immediately started talking about this gay wedding industry and the amount of business it was going to bring and all the new opportunities. And I had said to, you know, my fiancé, now my husband, we're not going to work with an event planner because that's what I do. I just want to get one of those handy books that they make with checklists and calendars. To keep, to keep us straight. And um, in searching for them, all of them were for brides. And I was venting my frustration, and he just looked at me and said, so why don't you write the book for gay guys? And, wow. um, and then I spent a lot of time doing a lot of online research and surveying to other gay couples that were out there to really find out what their questions were, and you know, as I talked about it more and more with my agent, once we you know sort of fleshed out the idea, we said, right you know because at first the question was do we do a book for all gay people and we eventually we decided no let's just do one for grooms because the Point of is you don't want to read the book and translate. And a lesbian wedding is different than a wedding for you know two gay grooms. Um, And we're all at a a place in our lives where we deserve our own books and we deserve things that are specific for us.
0: Yeah, totally. I didn't realize until reading the book how like bride centered every tradition is from the decorations to like walking down the aisle. Yeah,
1: I mean you know and there's so many weddings that you hear about where the groom has no involvement and just shows up on the day and gets married. Yeah, and and that's another you know really big difference I think between gay weddings and um, straight weddings sometimes people are saying same sex versus opposite sex but that gets a little
0: <laughs> right and are you finding that both guys tend to like have equal input and opinions
1: yes I mean wow. that's one of the thing that n- not n- not with every case of course you know but in general I find that gay weddings are, are much more balanced about the couple rather than a traditional wedding which is you know all about the bride oh
0: like the bride's event and then the groom can attend right. Oh, interesting.
1: And it's funny how many people like, you know, you have to even change the language. I mean, people still with with same-sex weddings, for, you know, especially with men, they say, well, who's your bridal party? I was like, well, we don't have one because there's no bride. It's a wedding party.
0: Oh, wow. How do you, um, in gay weddings, handle the tradition for like the brides? Like the day of, you get there at 10 a.m. and then you get your makeup done and it's like a long day. I know that's not, like, needed, but, like, that cooling down period beforehand, is there something
1: like that that you could recommend? Well, well, yeah, I mean, it depends on the scope of the event you want to have, and, you know, the sort of amount of, like, pomp and circumstance, if you will. You know, a lot of us want a, a big affair, and some people want things really, really simple. You know, for instance, at ours, I mean, not that we were getting into hair and makeup, but we had, um, at, we called our wedding party best boys and grooms girls. Um, <laughs> and so we had, you know, three grooms girls, and then we had our two sisters, and we had our mothers, and, grand- you know, and they all had to get into hair and makeup. And sure. so it was this really, you know, big event. And then we decided what would be most fun is if we all did that together. And so we had all of, you know, we had the two of us and the dads and all of our uh, best boys in the rooms, too. And, they were, you know, everyone said their stu- their suit's being steamed and, you know, <laughs> Helping each other tie their bow ties. Oh, that's really nice. And so we, it was a big production. It went on for hours and we all have, you know, a little to drink and a little snack because you do then get ready for a very, very long day. Right. Um, but there's plenty of people that are totally opposite and, you know, d- don't want any of that to be a part of their day because it feels too bridal or yeah. whatever. And, you know, I think most same-sex couples choose to spend that afternoon together Rather than the you know the tradition of the first look, which is right before walking of down course. the aisle, um, and
0: are, have they been in your works? Have you seen bachelor parties together as well? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: There's Joy- something
0: like sacrilegious about that?
1: <laughs> you know, I for <laughs> a, a, a set of friends of mine, they we, they did a joint bachelor party, and uh, we all went away together. Um, it <laughs> okay. was It was three couples and we went to Montreal for a big gay weekend. Um, and we did a lot together, but we had one night where we separated and we said, you know, we're going, and then we called the other group the first wives and they are going on their set. Right. Perfect. So. <laughs> okay. That's fun. And then you've literally
0: written the book on gay weddings. Were you surprised by anything in your own?
1: Um, yeah. I mean, it's amazing because, you know, li- particularly living in a place like New York and working in the wedding industry and being a gay person, you know... Y- it's hard not to um take for granted how special it is being here and forget what it's like for outsiders to witness something like this you know we had a lot of guests who have never been to a gay wedding um and had no idea what to expect um and i think
0: even for gay people many have not been
1: absolutely because it really is a, a new thing and now they're starting to become you know much more common but uh you know particularly when we when we finished the ceremony then we were at cocktail hour the amount of guests that came up to us and said that was the most incredible wedding ceremony i've ever witnessed and things like i i never realized until your wedding ceremony why marriage is so important for the two of you wow you know and 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 how much weight that carries and people were really affected by our ceremony and that was one of the greatest surprises for me because as a party planner I was really thinking about the reception to follow and yeah, of course. It was for, I wasn't prepared for the ceremony to have such an effect on people and I was glad that it did.
0: That's really nice. And
1: that seems to be quite common at gay weddings, you know, particularly for family members that are coming in from out of town, you know, unless they have other gay relatives or they've been to something yeah. like this, it's it's really special for them to see.
0: And to see that being like legally recognized. Absolutely. Were you able to get out of work mode and like enjoy it?
1: You know, as an event planner, I don't think you ever fully turn off. Sure. But I did, you know, I the day before the wedding. I mean, I made a promise to myself and and to my husband that I would be present and be a groom, and um, and I did that. You know, and I, and I think that's important for for everyone, even if they don't work in the industry. I mean, you. The the point is is to really be there in every moment, right? And, and really live those experiences because they're only going to happen once, and they're. They're very special, and so if while you're listening to your partner's vows and all you're thinking about is if dinner's going to be served on time, you know, yeah. you're, you're you're not enjoying that moment. I didn't do anything like that, but. You know, I I would think anyone else in the industry knows what it's like. You never, you notice every little thing that happens. I'm sure. I could tell by, like, the design of the
0: book. It was such a well-designed book with folders and colors and, yeah. (laughs) I said, this is a person who pays attention to details.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, that's, that, that is the key to a successful wedding, you know, for anyone is, is it's all in the details. And that's what makes a wedding a very personal experience. And when people sort of overlook the little details, that's when it starts to feel like a generic wedding.
0: Yeah, and I, what is the difference between a like, traditional wedding and just like a cliche wedding? Is there one?
1: Well, I mean, it, it also depends if we're talking about the ceremony versus the reception, because they're you know, two different components. Yeah. You know, I think in a ceremony when it feels, there's nothing wrong with a traditional ceremony if, if the couple is connected to those traditions because no. then it's meaningful and it's speaking about them. Oh, so if it's, it's
0: authentic to so the couple, keep it.
1: Absolutely. Not, and I think, you know, particularly for, for same-sex couples, you know, it's about saying what traditions do we feel connected to, what makes sense for, for us that we want to honor, yeah. because you don't want to honor anything that, that you don't feel connected to. And now I've also seen this change happening a great deal with straight weddings, which is exciting to see. I was just at um, a Jewish wedding um, of a straight couple, and there's this ancient Jewish tradition normally where the bride circles the groom seven times, and they did this really, really cool thing where she circled him twice, and then he circled her twice, and then they circled each other at the same time. Oh, wow. And it was such a modern take on this old tradition. I thought, that's really smart. Because wow. they took the time to think about, well, what does this mean for us?
0: And it's kind of like allowing straight couples to be like, we don't need to go buy the book. Exactly. Interesting. I, Are you getting a lot of like uh, business, I guess, in the event planning world from this book? Yeah. Which they is, want the author.
1: Yeah, it's been great. It's nice to, to feel wanted. <laughs> <laughs> um, Nobody will disagree. But you know what what's exciting is I mean I I am really only planning weddings right now in New York, although I am doing one in Nebraska later this year for a girlfriend of mine who used to live in New York. Ah. But um uh what's exciting is, you know, because of the online world, you know, the, the book has a website or people can follow me on Twitter and things like that. Yeah. We have these great dialogues. And I'm getting a lot of comments from brides who have found the book, whether they were buying it for a gay friend or something. And then they've said, and I decided to use it for my planning book because I just liked it better than the bridal versions. That's funny.
0: I guess not a lot of girls are like fluffy ruffle girls. Yeah. So they have a trouble, the same thing as you, I guess, looking for the, the book.
1: Yeah. And then, you know, there's this thing happening now where people are attending gay weddings and... You know, the, there was that joke, this, you know, Saturday Night Live parody that came out that was called the Xanax for Gay Weddings, because gay weddings had raised the bar so high of, of, of what the experience was. Oh, and, that's funny. you know, it stems from a point of truth. Um, I was, I, one of the last gay weddings that I planned, I mean, some of the straight people were, you know, were saying, it's no fair to be on the dance floor with all of the gay friends. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's funny. One of my favorite things, you had a lot of great points. But the most practical thing that I said was, oh, put the bar at, as far away from the door as you possibly can. Draw people in
1: and, like, don't avoid a bottleneck. Absolutely. So that's so practical for any event. Yes. You always want to draw people into the space and you never want things to be by entrances where people don't go in.
0: Yeah. You – I. there were just so many, like, tips and little, like, tidbits. That I was like, oh, man, like – Just don't hire him. Just buy the book. It's cheaper, I'm sure. (laughs) No, hire me. (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. I also love that you said... um, eh, You didn't say this, but I inferred. You save so much money not buying a dress as men. Put it for an open bar. Yeah. That's what I got. You're going to get a lot more mileage at a gay wedding. Your friends will love you. (laughs) Definitely. And so I know that you're also a playwright. How did you kind of... um, Are you still writing?
1: I am. Okay. Um, You know, I reached this point a few years ago where I realized... The, the, the greatest thing in life is that we can be more than one thing in our career. Um, you know, playwriting is, is where I started, and it's what I will always love. Yeah. Um, and you know, I've had two plays that have been produced in New York since I've been here, um, and with it, good reviews. I was reading. Oh, okay, <laughs> thank you. Um, you did your research. <laughs> I tried. Um, you know, and and along the way, while I was, you know. Uh, trying to be a playwright. I had the very typical, you know, I, w- I was a, an artist waiter, and then my job as a waiter evolved into events, and then I started to, you know, really develop a career there and realized that there was actually so much crossover and coming from a theatrical background into oh, events. And, and events really are like productions. And um, particularly now with weddings, I really try seeing them from the eye of being a playwright as well, and I work with couples to tell their story and what's their version of their most perfect wedding day. Um, and so it really is like putting a little play together, except uh, you don't have the same kind of critics, <laughs> and you create this experience for people uh, that they take with them, you know, in the same way that a really special theatrical experience can stay with you for the rest of your life. That's the goal with anyone's wedding, is that they can always like, go back to that, you know, those memories and really feel what it was like to be there and, and remember it, and also for the guests and everyone that witnesses it. Oh, wow. Um, it was interesting writing a book, because it's very different than writing a play. Uh, and but you know I'm, I'm I think because I had the experience in playwriting it really really helped the, uh, the publishing house that that, um, that pub- <laughs> that's redundant Chronicle <laughs> <laughs> of the books who published the, the sure. book uh, you know they only do how-to books so their authors are all chefs and architects and you know people like that. And so when we were going back and forth with the, the draft just to edit it, it went very very quickly and she said we've never gotten through. A draft this quickly, she said, because most of the people that we publish aren't real writers. Oh. And so she said, it was a real joy. I can tell you're a playwright. And I said, well, thank you. That's
0: nice. <laughs> also, I bet you, did you not have a lot of, like, worksheets and things done already? Like, um, maybe not that printed out, but, like, I love the chart of the percentages. Like, spend this much on food and beverage. Expect to spend this much on wardrobe. Yeah. Were
1: those things already created, or did they were well, your head more? I mean, the, the, both. I mean, there's there's already a roadmap to wedding planning that exists. I didn't invent it. I just took it and changed it. Was marketed towards, sure. Um, you know, and while all of us wedding planners do things a little bit differently, um, there is a general science to throwing a great event. And um, as for this one, I mean, what's different is there's less spent on the dress, you know, and things like that. Yeah. Um, and you know, the wedding cake seems to be a little bit less important. Uh, to, to some of the grooms that I've worked yeah, that surprised me. Yeah, well, it it's a it seems to be more of a bridal tradition. I mean, I, most people still have a cake, but it just seems to be a little bit less important of having the cake.
0: Okay, that makes sense. How did you on your like path to event planning? How did you become like a wedding specialist as opposed to other types well, of events? Well, the
1: last job that I was working at. Um, I, I was an event manager running all kinds of events, and I was doing everything, um, from book launches to award show parties, opening nights, you know, and then social events, birthday parties, anniversaries, and weddings. Yeah. And it was along the way that I realized that I really loved weddings the most. Um, and, and it's because of what I said earlier, I mean, I love that you give a couple something that lasts forever. You know, when I get an email from a couple on their one-year anniversary saying, thank you, you know, we're still filled with such happy memories of what you did for us. That means everything to me. And then I get to take with me forever, and I've given them something that they can take, you know, forever. And it's just, to me, a lot more exciting, and I think it's because I'm an artist at heart, to work on that than a corporate event. Um, I like the emotions that are involved.
0: Totally. And are you finding that, m- you plan gay and straight weddings, right? Mm-hmm. Are you finding that men in straight weddings are starting to have like more input
1: or is it very much a bride-centered place? Um, it, in my experience, it's still a pretty bride-centered place. Oh, really? I mean, I think, I really try engaging grooms a lot because yeah. I, I know what it's like planning gay weddings where you engage both. And the it's, you know, at least I can say they're nice, most of them just say whatever she wants. Wow. <laughs> May, uh,
0: I guess I'm from like a big city where like guys have like input. Oh, that sounds so horrible. <laughs> I was like, guys have opinions, but may, like this um, is a very different gay interview all of a sudden. Guys have or um, can are allowed to be more metro and have opinions. I mean, like I think that's great. I, I wish yeah. they
1: were all like that, you know, because I prefer when it's uh, you know about the couple you know, yeah. equally.
0: Is it with the equal couple of groom's planning a wedding? Does that help
1: avoid like a bridezilla's? Sometimes, but then sometimes, if you have two people with really strong opinions, it, you know it can be challenging. But that's that's when you end the wedding before it happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, part of being a wedding planner is is playing therapist sometimes, and um, you know, it, it, unless you really truly have an unlimited budget, with which most do not, you just can't have everything. You know, it, it's like buying real estate. You know, and that's why you have to. It's like the first exercise in the book is you have to prioritize what you want, right? And that way, you know, you stick to your top priorities, and then. The, you do your best to get everything underneath. But that's why it's important to do that in the beginning so you know where to, to really spend your money and make it count. For some people, it's the entertainment. Some it's the food. Some it's the wardrobe or, you know, the venue. Wow. Wow. So you, and you have, like, weddings now. You're planning anything yeah. big coming up? Um, well, I, you know, I just took a new job. I'm working for um, a company called Shiraz Events, uh, which has offices here in New York, which I'm based out of, but also in Miami and L.A. and London. Oh, wow. And they've hired me to be their full-time wedding planner. Uh, so weddings are only what I'm working on now, which is really exciting. Oh, so
0: they is Shaw's a location
1: or are they just a company? And they're a company and we do oh, events wow. all over, which is exciting for me because I get to work at all sorts of different venues with them. Um, and before I even took the job, I already had some weddings lined up with people that had come to me from getting the book. Oh, perfect. So, oh,
0: that's so exciting. Yeah. Alright,
1: before we head
0: off, what is there like a biggest tip you can leave us with? Like the number one thing? Yeah.
1: I mean, if 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 you get engaged and you have to plan a wedding, enjoy that process. Enjoy being engaged because it's a a short-lived status that uh, is is really special. You know, once you get married. Um, you know as as for tips for a successful marriage it's a different book but I could tell you (laughs) for planning a wedding enjoy it remember to laugh and not let it get too stressful because it doesn't have to be particularly if you're organized
0: well it was such a fun and positive book Uh, thank you and thank you for being here where can people find you on Twitter and social media
1: well my Twitter handle is mr. Jason Mitchell mr. Jason Mitchell and you can also visit the website of the book which is www.getting-groomed.com and I update a regular blog there that you can read about the weddings that and plan and other things that are in the industry.
0: I checked it out. It's great. Thanks so much. Blog. Yeah. All right. Well, have a great day. You too. Thank you. From managing editor, Jason Squamata, executive producers, Maria Menounos, Phil Svitek, and Kevin Undergaro, we would like to thank you for tuning in to Book Circle Online. For more discussion, go to bookcircleonline.com. And if you have comments, questions, or book title suggestions, write us at info at bookcircleonline.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this is Book Circle Online. BCO. Join the circle.